my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles Business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. Welcome into the brand new Running with the Wolves podcast on the Believe Sports Network. My name is Gabe Anderson, and I'm joined, as always, by Chris Emerson. Chris, how are we doing? Uh, we're doing good, you know, still the best record in the NBA. Can't be mad at that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing well. With that said, I do believe that last night was a little bit of a wake-up call. Of course, if you're talking about last night, we're recording this on a Tuesday, and the Wolves did lose to the did lose to the full-strength New Orleans Pelicans on the road. And honestly, what I what I found most on this game, just way too much following by the Wolves. It felt like an old Wolves game of the past where uh, the the Pelicans just got to the free throw line time and time again. 28 fouls on the Wolves turned into 40 free throws compared to only 19 for the Wolves. And you're not going to win too many games if if you give up 40 free throw attempts and only put up 19. No, I mean, it's not going to happen, but you know, they, the Pelicans also were coming at us hard. Like, it's not like there were some bad calls and it was some, maybe some home cooking here and there, but you know, the Pelicans are a physical team and they took it to us. Mm-hmm. And also you're, you're mentioning uh, that the Pelicans uh, coming are coming at us. We are not the, the hunted anymore. We are more the hunters. So sure. people, what what we got to expect is is teams are going to come at us with their best shots where they might not have as much in the past. But let, let's look at some other things from today, the game. And obviously it starts and ends with Zion Williamson. Man, if that guy can just figure out what's wh- like how to get his conditioning right and how to stay on the court, like the Wolves had no answer for him. Yeah, two things. It's crazy. Um, I mean, what the craziest thing about Zion is he has like two moves. He has a straight line drive with his left hand because he's a lefty, or he drives right and spin moves to his left. It's literally the same thing every single time. He has nothing else. He has no jumper. 
He has no real, he doesn't have a great handle. You're not really worried about him creating for others. Um, it's just these two moves and it's unstoppable just because of his athleticism. So it's very strange. He's one of the, he's one of the probably least talented, most effective players I've ever seen in the NBA. It's, it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Do you just, just question for you. Do you think you'll be able to figure it out and put a career together? Or do you think, cause there's been lingering reports that the Pelicans are basically telling them, hey, you need to stay in shape, which is a struggle for all of us, but you need to stay in shape. You need to do this eating habit, do this uh, workout program, blah, blah, blah. And apparently there's reports that he's not listening. Do you think that he'll ever be able to figure it out? Um, You know, I guess it just depends on what people mean by figure it out. I don't think he's going to be a, a slim, healthy man. I don't think he's going to be in shape ever. I think he's going to be what he is, maybe maybe a, a little lesser degree of it if he stays in the league long. But, I mean, he's making, what, $30 million a year right now? Um, mm -hmm. And when he's healthy, he's scoring in the, you know, 25 points a game. Like, I don't know if he's doing anything wrong. I mean, it's working. Like, it's the – you know, if he could drop 35 on the, timber, on the number one defense at a whim, um, he's doing okay. It's just right. – you know, his game is limited. He doesn't rebound. He doesn't play defense at all. Um, he's a very interesting player to try to have on your team. And I, I'm kind of glad we don't have him, but um, he definitely is an effective player on offense sometimes. I You see it in spurts. Like, and this is the second time. I know there was a game last season that went down to the wire. He can take over a game where he, it's kind of like the Joel Embiid factor where you get him the ball, and he's probably going to score. Like, he, he, he's just – he's dominant down in the post, but he just needs to stay on the floor. But taking a look at it from a Timberwolves yeah. uh, point of view, Carl Anthony Towns was having a good first court – or first half. I think he dropped 16, but then he kind of disappeared in the second half. Uh, he, they – they they did the thing that Boston did to pretty pretty success. Uh, they put a small guy on him and then just doubled him when he got the ball, and it seemed to work pretty well for them. Is there something we got to do to counteract that, or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things. Um, one, Carl Anthony Towns doesn't have many – like he's the opposite of Zion. Like Zion, you give them the ball you know he's going to get it to the rack. He's going to, you know, or get fouled. Cat can't do either one of those things. So, like, you almost have to set up the play and give it to him to finish. Mm -hmm. um, and when it comes to when it comes to Carl Anthony Towns, he can disappear because of that fact, because he can't just take the ball and go to work. Like, that. He, that's not his specialty. So what we need to do is get better players around him, get players that can finish, get players that can create. So that when they double, you win. Like passing out of a double means you already were successful in the position in the possession, and you just need to get the ball to whoever's open. And we just need he needs to do better at that. And if it means no shots for a whole half, but you've got you know six hockey assists, that's great. The problem is, is we don't have a once we lost Anthony Edwards, we don't have much for guard play of any ability, um, mm -hmm. or even forward play that can score. Um, so, you know, we're limited. Like I would do the same to us. Cause once you take Carl Anthony Towns out of this offense, if Anthony Edwards isn't there, 
there's literally literally no one to be frightened of. Right. I, I agree with that. And that actually leads into my next point is we are now I know we won some games. We 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 lucked into an easy schedule without ants. Let's be completely honest. Like yeah. we got Charlotte without LaMelo. Uh, we had Memphis without, I mean, I know Ant started San that game. Antonio, yeah. yeah for, well, Ant, Ant was in that game too, oh, um, right. right. in the Spurs game, but let's, we got uh, a very shorthanded Memphis team, which they need job back in the worst way. <laughs> uh, it's not, it's not like last huh. year for Memphis where they would go on streaks without jaw. They need him back very badly, but uh, yeah. we we need Ant back just just like they they need Ant just like they need Jaw back, and hopefully he'll be back against the uh, against the Mavericks. But yes, yeah, some of this guard play, like Troy Brown Jr., had a couple good games, but last night he was brutal, couldn't make a three to save his life. Uh, Shake Milton, do you think there's any redeeming value in Shake Milton or? I mean, I know last night he finished with what? Let's see, what did he, what did he finish with? Teams, uh, tw- Twelve points, but okay. um, I I don't know. I just I, I don't I don't think his shots there. What do you think? No, it's not. I mean, I think what he is right now is a guy that can give you twelve points a night. Like you might get twelve out of him when he plays well, and that's what he is. What it comes down to, and I've been saying it for weeks now, um, we need to move one of our forwards. And I think it's got to be slow-mo. And we've got to bring in a guard that is offensive-minded and, you know, and, and is willing to step up and take shots and create his own shots. We don't have guys that can do that. As great as Mike Conley is, he's, not, he's never been a one-on-one type player. We mm-hmm. need another guy in this roster that can be a one-on-one player. Like Troy Brown is a, you know, you kick to him, he'll take the shot. Same as, as Alexander. Walker, he's a kick and shoot. Like he's going to shoot the ball. He might do a little drive, but not really. Like we need a guy that is eat and sleep offense, even if it means we take a step back on defense, because because we have nobody that scares anybody on offense other than Carl Anthony Towns and Cat or and Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. Something I want to ask you about is load management. Do you think that uh, Finch made a mistake? bringing Ant back or should basically should he have let him sit for the Memphis game and so he's fresh for a game like uh, against the Pelicans or is that just is is that just you know Ant wants to play is is that, is that just basically the belly of the beast that you're into where well we're going to we ha- I have my player available I'm going to play him basically what I'm talking about is load management do you think Finch made a mistake bringing Ant back too fast or what do you think I mean I think it's I think it's like 2020 vision for fans you know like if Anthony Edwards would have went for 35 points um everyone would have been like yeah that was the time to bring him back no one would have questioned it um right I think you trust your. I think he'll. I bet you Finch would tell you the same thing. You trust your health, your health and safety staff. If if your staff says, "Hey, he's a hundred percent, he's ready to go," and the player says, "Yeah, I feel great, no problems, I'm ready to go," you, you put him in. Um, if somebody, if the staff says, "No, he's injured, he's not ready yet," you hold him out. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Finch was pushing, like rushing him back. It's you know we're three games up in the West. We're playing a team that you know we almost beat without him. Like it's, 
you know, I, I don't think he rushed it back. I think it was just, you know, a, a bad, bad guess. And it's not like Anthony Edwards is injured. Like he's hurt. Right. You know, there's a big difference there. Like if he had a, a you know, a, a pulled or ripped ligament or broken bone or something that he could re-injure or do worse. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I'm not really thinking that this hip pointer is that. It's more like a real discomfort type thing. Um, it's not like it'll lead to, you know, hip replacement if he overdoes it or anything. So I think it's fine and he'll probably play next time, next game. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash Sirius XM. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance, while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. So let's go into talking about Nas Reed here. He's He's been struggling with his shot lately. Uh, 24% from three in his last five games, a total of seven for 29. And it's just compiling when you have Troy Brown Jr. going two for nine or Shake Milton shooting under 50% and you don't have your best guy, you're not going to win many games. Do you have now, obviously his post game is still there. Do you have any worries about Nas right now? You know, I think, I think Nas is probably a sub 40% three point shooter. And, you know, right now he's probably at 35% on the season. I think just like everything, there's ups and downs, you know, like there's Evan's flows or Evan flows of the, of the system. So as long as he's being aggressive, as long as he's still taking the shot, as long as, you know, he's not passing up a lot of threes, um, I think he's fine. And, you know, he might go four for five tomorrow and those numbers are all skewed in the right direction. I'll tell you one thing, what he doesn't have the problem of is he doesn't have the problem that uh, Kyle Anderson has where he refuses to take a three. Like he just, he is not a willful shooter unless he's right next to the basket. In fact, I think over the past two games, I've seen Rudy Gobert take more jumpers than slow-mo has. And to be honest, slow-mo passes up layups too like he, he passes does, yeah. up inside shots and he blows layups just as much as shot slow-mo is a guy that he's my public enemy number one this year and you know i understand there's value he has he has value um you know everyone wants to say he's a great passer and I, i'll push back on that i wouldn't say he's a great passer i would say he's a very willing passer 
And sometimes mm-hmm. if somebody passes every time he touches the ball, it looks like he's doing great passing, but he's just always doing it, um, which is a which is good, but it's not great. Um, but I think his shooting last year was fool's gold, and I've told people that. Like, it, it was a career year for him. And, you know, he's on a $10 million contract that expires at the end of this year. Um, we, we went out of our way not to extend him. So, you know, he's kind of in a lame duck season. So after this year, he walks as a free agent. So I hope we use him in a trade package um, because it, we've already, by not giving him a contract, are saying we don't plan on you being on our team long term. And, and something that, that I noticed, uh, another guy who seems – I don't want to say he's an unwilling shooter, but he seems too unselfish. I know Jim Peterson talked a lot about this on the broadcast. It seems like Cat passes up too many shots as well. Seems like he tries to swing it to someone else who's probably a lower percentage shooter. I feel like if you're calling yourself the best shooting big man of all time, I feel like you need to step up and take an open three when it's there. Yeah, he needs to... And and uh, there was one time I really remember Jim Peterson stressing that last game. And Cat caught the ball. He was a late roll. I don't know if he was complaining or something, but he was a late uh, trailer. And he caught the ball quite a ways away from the three-point line. Um, and his percentage as it moves inches from the free throw line drops dramatically. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't like. I didn't want him to hike one up from six or seven feet on the run away. So it was not a great time for him to catch it, but. He does pass up on a lot. And and I think that Cat needs to shoot eight three-pointers a game. Like, I think Agreed. he needs to be in that sort of range, if not more. And um, I don't know. I don't know what it is with him. I don't know if it's – I think part of it is is Carl Anthony Towns is really, really – I think he really wants to be a 50, 40, 90 guy. He's missed it the last two years, I think, because of free throw percentage by just a little bit. And I think he – I think it's something he wants to put on a resume and he's a little gun shy to let it fly sometimes. And uh, unfortunately that's the kind of person, that's the kind of player I think he is where sometimes those individual things kind of get in the way of team goals, but hopefully sooner than later, he starts letting it fly more because our team as a whole is not doing great from the three point line. I agree. And one guy that we did get back last night, uh, which was nice to see. It's been a little bit. Uh, Jane McDaniels back on the court uh, uh, yesterday. I struggled with this shot. I don't worry too much about that. I think he'll find it. We saw a couple nice uh, drives to the basket from Jaden, particularly one where he hit the shot, got fouled, missed the free throw, and then got it back. And, and then and then scored again. I think that was probably the highlight of his night. But I, you, do you worry at all about Jaden's shot, or is that just kind of ring rust a little bit? Because there was a couple where he completely scudded uh, some three pointers, some that weren't even close. Do you worry at all, or just him getting <laughs> back into the flow? I worry some about Jaden's offensive ability. Offensive ability. Period. Um, I think that. On offense, it seems like his basketball IQ is pretty low. Like, he took a couple pretty aggressive drives in, like, um, one-on-one possessions last game that it's just not his skill set, and it ended pretty ugly, about as ugly as Rudy Gobert's behind-the-back passes. Oh, yeah. um, I think he needs to really, at this point, still just kind of stay in your role. Don't let the fact that you signed a huge contract make you try to be something you're not. Um, be a corner three-point shooter, be a cutter, just kind of do that stuff. 
One thing I did like that I saw is we used him in a pick and roll situation as the pick man. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing that, you know, if he has the correct matchup and gets good at that. But he's going to be a unique player because he's not he's not naturally – he doesn't seem to be a natural scorer in any shape of the term when I watch him play. It looks a little awkward. So, you know, I hope we can get as much as we can out of him because, like I said, without Carl Anthony Towns and, and Anthony Edwards on the floor, we need someone else who can score. This is the Running with the Wolves podcast. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe on YouTube and uh, give us a five star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And also, if you got a question for us, leave it in leave it in the comments because we'd love to answer some of your questions. Love to do a mailbag episode. Uh, we're just trying we're just trying to get this podcast running the running with the wolves podcast this is the first official podcast under the name on the believe sports network so we're trying to get it going any help that you can give us we would greatly appreciate anyway moving forward let's talk about uh the the schedule going forward for the wolves they play the Mavericks, who, as we're recording, are playing right now they are beating the lakers without kyrie irving could be a little bit of, like I say, ring rust from ce- celebrating in Vegas for LA. Who knows? Kyrie isn't playing tonight. Uh, don't know his status for the game uh, on Thursday, but obviously, uh, obviously, going to need Ant back. What do you see in this matchup? You know, Dallas is an interesting team because they don't have much. They have a weird, they don't have much going on for bigs. Um, they've got like athletic guys that just kind of uh compete. Um, so I'm going to be excited to see what we can do to them there. Um, but then again, they put so much pressure on you with their two ball handlers. Um, I hope Anthony Edwards is back. I saw a post, uh, I think today saying since we acquired Mike Conley, which was 53 games ago, um, we've only had our prefer- preferred starting lineup, which is you know, Connolly. Edwards, McDaniels, Towns, Gobert. We've only had that starting five in 34% of the time. So 18 of the 53 games have we had our real starting five. So I hope we can make that 19 um, and keep that healthy and moving. Because without without Carl Anthony Towns or without Anthony Edwards, I don't think we're going to be able, we would be able to put up enough points to keep up with Dallas. We got to remember last year against the Mavericks, we got up to that huge lead, and then the Mavericks came back thanks to Kyrie and Luca. And then we had that huge, that great defensive play where uh, basically Jaden and Ant were hounding Luca and Kyrie, and they were passing back and forth. And then Shut him down. I think I think it was Irving threw up a shot and it got blocked. And then yeah, a great defensive stand there. But should should be an interesting matchup but looks like Dante Exum gets big minutes for them Derek Lively who seems Derek like a Lively. nice young player yeah, yeah he's ahead. a big like seven foot pogo stick type guy like he can kind of he's he pretty much took over Powell's move which is just alley-oop off the off the pick and roll um mm-hmm. yeah I mean they've got they've got bodies to throw but we should be able to handle them and Carl Anthony Town should eat but uh we'll see I mean like we said, it's sometimes you can take Carl Anthony Towns out of the game pretty easily, um, either mentally or uh, physically with a with a smaller player and bring in the double. And I feel like even looking forward more than that, uh, the, the next game against the Pacers coming back home, if you look at the schedule, the Wolves do not play many home games uh, in the 
in the month of December, which is bad because they have a tough schedule. But Tyrese Halliburton coming to town with Miles Turner. Of course, we have history with Miles Turner. I we've made so many videos wondering are the Wolves going to go after Miles Turner? Of course, that doesn't look like that's ever going to happen. But Tyrese Halliburton in Minnesota is going to be fun, and I think Ant and him are going to want to go at it. I think there's, um, yeah. I, I think if there's any debate. Who should have gotten number one in that draft? Uh, I, I think that that could feel uh, both of those players. And I, I, I think that could be a 153 to 150 game. Like, I I, I just personally, I, I think that game could be nuts. It'll be really fun to see how we defend them. I know that the Pacers shoot a ton of threes, um, mm-hmm. but we have a ton of wing defenders now. I mean, Neil, Neil Alexander Walker has stepped up to the point where, you know, uh, we we've got a we've got a video on here from from last year saying you know it's not crazy to think maybe we should move you know McDaniel's because we've got Walker you know to step in and he's stepped in you know as good as advertised so now mm-hmm. we have him we've got McDaniel's Troy Brown is playing hard we've got uh, McD- we've got Ant like we've got guys that can stick on these uh, wing defenders or wing um, shooters so. It's going to be fun to watch. I'm kind of excited for this crazy, like old Phoenix Suns on, you know, on nitrous sort of, sort of five seconds or less offense. I'm, I'm excited yeah. to see what it looks like versus our team. Yeah, it should be fun. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, Chris, thanks so much for being here this today. Uh, today. Yeah, no problem. Go Wolves, I guess. And this is the Running with the Wolves podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe on YouTube. And uh, give us a five-star rating. And tell us what you think of the show, what you like, what you think we can improve on, on whatever streaming platform, particularly Spotify, you are listening to. This is the Running with the Wolves podcast. And as always, go Wolves. Hey, parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com podcast.